turn this around or anything? Or no, that's no. for both of us? That's, that's oh, good. Oh. <laughs> Are we starting? Going next. Going nuts with us. We just started, we Gracie. Just started. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Going Nuts with Glenn and Gracie. I'm Glenn the Baker. I'm Gracie the Comedian. Yes, and we have a special guest, everybody. Our guest is an author. This is our second author on the show. She is the author of this book right here. It's called We All Have a Bear to Cross. What a cool name. Yeah. Her name is Kathleen Casey Cooper, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. And, How you do, everybody? And she's, Glad to meet you. And she's also an actress. Comedian. Comedian. Yes. I, I remember seeing you at the uh, at the Ice House a uh, long time ago. Uh, you, you had kind of like a Lily Tomlin thing going on that night. Oh I, gosh. <laughs> was that was me? Are you sure that was me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I found? I have to show it to you before you leave. I found um, a CD that we did of a, our class. It was... Um, I went up there, Renee, because because uh, Juan was asking me, uh, Renee's um, partner, if I had any um, videos of the shows that we used to do. And I have the one that and I watched mine, and I think you're on it too. So I didn't really watch the whole thing, but oh my gosh, it was crazy because that's when we first started doing the comedy thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Casey, uh, you probably don't know, you are responsible for Gracie and I meeting. All right, really? I at, at Cerritos College in 1997. We'll see how this all ends, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah we, to me. Thanks, Gabe. Summer of '97. I had been going to Cerritos for like a year already, and I was taking film classes. Oh, and I decided to get into the acting programs there, and I auditioned for the summer one act. Plays. Oh, okay. And I got a part in in as a as a as the tricks bunny rabbit. You know, it was a play. These were student written plays. Yeah, I remember that. And and, and it was the tricks rabbit was on trial for like assaulting a little boy or something like that. <laughs> and I auditioned for the part because it had no lines. I'm like, oh god, yeah, I'll audition for that. So Gracie, take over for, for, from this in this story. Well, what happened is that Casey and Betsy go, oh, let's go audition for some the plays over there. Shows college, and I'm like me, like, oh, I don't know. It's like too much because I don't know if I remember all that stuff. So there was one part where there was no lines. I said, oh, I'm going to audition for that part because there's no lines. So I told the guy I was auditioning for that part and that I had one of those machines. That's the only reason I got that part. Because you were a stenographer, right? Yeah. No, somebody lent me her machine. Oh, I okay. It. I borrowed it. So anyway, that's the only reason I got that part. And then what happened is that somebody quit and then somebody asked me, the director's like, hey, well... Well, actually, the producer of the whole show remembers Kevin. He goes, well, um, do you okay. want another part? And I'm like, okay. So that's how I met him because I ended up being a cheerleading in another play with him. With him, with him in it. So I was in two plays, actually, with him, one-act plays. Oh, but it was because of you guys. I would have never got Yeah, It's in my brain, but where? Oh, what my year? gosh. I don't, he knows the years. I don't know. Yeah, that was the, yeah, summer summer of 97. Um, the, the girl who was playing my girlfriend had quit uh she probably took a look at me and said i'm not doing this exactly <laughs> I see why. so okay. she 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 took off and i needed a new girlfriend and that's where she came in oh, <laughs> yeah i played this dude's girlfriend isn't that crazy 21 years old and 41 years old and she was like all freaked out you know yeah. uh, she asked me she's like how old are you and i'm like 20, <laughs> 21 
And I think you you carded me, didn't you? Because you didn't want to like molest anybody or something. No. Because <laughs> we had to kiss. We yeah. had to kiss in there, and it wasn't just like a little peck. We had to make out. <laughs> I had to make out with this kid. Can you believe that shit? Oh, and you're gosh. sure that's the year that I auditioned, or I just yeah. took you there? Yeah. No, you, Betsy, and I went auditioned. Oh. All three of us. But I didn't get cast. No. <laughs> that's the funny part. They wanted to be cast, and I didn't. I just went for the ride, and there you I go. got cast. There you go. But you know what? I always get cast for parts that um, I'm not even in the play. Remember the one play, um, you guys, um, Algernon, what was it called? Flowers for Algernon. Algernon. Yeah. yeah. My daughter was in that play. Her Casey's son was in it. Both sons. Both Tony sons were in it. And were you in it? Yeah, I think you were in it. I wasn't in it. My daughter's a minor, so I had to just hang out with their wife. They were, um, you know, rehearsing. Next thing you know, um, somebody quit. Oh, you got that part. Somebody else quit. You got. I ended up with three parts on that play, wow. <laughs> and that's crazy. So every time I'm in a play or something, it always happens that I'm just there and I get casted. Well, I guess I got sick of uh, auditioning, and I said, "Well, I'm just, oh, this. This could be easy, right?" So I wrote a one act. And I think our teacher, Kevin Hoggard, uh, put, he must have put in a word for me. Oh, yeah, Casey, let her have it. You know, she's been putting her time in. So uh, the girl I should have cast, like one of the twins, uh -huh. Maria. Yeah. Or, oh, they would have been perfect because it was about all answering um, uh, the telephone. You can't get, you talk to a human being, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, But it was fun. But, you know, every time you finish something... I don't know about you guys, but I always look back. I could have done this. I could have done that. I should have done this, but that's how we learn, I guess. Uh -huh. you so know? you've, uh, you've always been a, a writer then, you know, you've always been into writing or. Well, just the last 15 years when I joined the senior, senior um, memoir writing. So I've done a lot of memoir writing and uh, all the stories. Oh, I'm trying to throw some of them away. You know, I put them together and, um, and, and well, I don't know if you want to talk about that now. Well, no. you know, uh, you know, I haven't read the book, but you know, I know about it, and I read, you know, the synopsis. You know, uh, you and I have a lot in common. Uh, we both have fathers who were were bears, basically. Who, we both had fathers who growled while we were growing up. Glad they, to meet they, you. Yeah, they they never smiled. Uh, you know, and I was always afraid of him. I mean, oh. like afraid of him growing up. Okay, well, this uh, will be a book for you, and I'm hoping there's, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of uh, kids our age, you know, your age, that uh, they're going to find, yeah, that happened to me, or, you know, and, and, and that's what I was hoping for, um, uh, you know, especially to understand or see, well, how did you handle it? But I tried to, uh, I heard about five stories from my grandmother, my father's mom, mm -hmm. uh, I used to hang out with her with with her a lot and um she told me these little short stories so i go how am i how can i bring those in to this so i'll let you guys find out if you get the book when you get the book yeah you can uh, find it on amazon yes it's available on amazon right now um it's uh i mean it looks interesting you talk about dreams that you had uh about bears growing oh, yeah. up and no, no panda bears no teddy bears it was all um, freakish, you know, polar bears. Um, there's an ugly story about a polar bear in there. I wish it wasn't real, but it was. Um, and grizzly bears. And it, it's like 
that reminds me of somebody else, mm. you know, my dad. And I sort of relate that. And uh, I, I'm sure somebody will um, be able to relate to that. You know? Gosh, you know, now that you said your dad was a bear, you know, I knew your dad and yeah, he's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> you remember him? How could I not remember him? I Come know. on. I know. He, he's, uh, but it, and the funny thing, he was a very kind hearted um, person, uh, but I'm a little bit like him. I mean, when this is nonsense, you're going to hear from me, mm. you know? And uh, he had a kind heart. and But it's weird because the older he got, the angrier he got. But like my daughter Monique and I um, went over there and my daughter really helped because he was a little bit of a collector. Mm. And uh, we she tried to get him a room. Mm -hmm. Mom, he's got to be able to sleep. He was sleeping on the couch that my grandmother, his mother had 40 years ago, before that, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got to know the good side of him. Like, you know, um, he would say something to Monique and she'd cry if it hurt her feelings. And you, you could just see him coming down, mm. you know. So I'm thankful that um, she and I got to see that part. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got to understand myself a little bit better, you know, and forgive him. Yeah. Because that's really all it's about. You know, we can't really expect anything from our parents. If we get it, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. But uh gave me a lot to write about, you know. So I had fun. I had fun for around five, six years after he passed away. Mm. And I don't know. Yes, I do know why I was waiting because I didn't know how he'd react. But now going back and reading the stories, uh -huh. I think it would crack him up because he had a great sense of humor. Mm. But um, he was, when we were little, like he might've gone through too. It's yeah. no fun. I mean, every, I don't know if this was how it was at your house, but at least every other day it was hell, you know, it like the bombings and, but there was only one newscaster and it was him. You know, mm. he was, you know, middle of the night. So it was like uh, unpredictable in my house. Yeah. You know, oh, that okay. was the hardest part. Cause like any moment it's something could blow up, you know, it's like yeah. that was just, you know, and you're all of a sudden, you know, your peace could just be like, boom, just devastated. Like, and I was a little kid, so I didn't, yeah. you know. So he's still alive. He's still alive. Oh, and uh, he Come hasn't down. changed much, but I have. Oh, I mean, even she, I mean, even she knows that I still get angry a little bit. Uh -huh. But, you know, I work through it because I just, I like you said, you got to forgive. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's, he's the only human. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. not super, super dad or right. super, super man. Well, uh, and, and I'm thankful for the things that he has done because I mean, it's, okay. it's so that's, much. That's, that's it. That's mm. the key right there. And, um, I, I think the more you appreciate them, like you just said, I mm. mean, appreciate this is them. They don't know how to everything that's going to make you happy because they're going in their world. That's mm -hmm. their world. So, if, yeah. you know, of course you can't tell an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old that, you know. No, no, it, it, it was tough because, and, the, and then it was tough, like listening to them because I was seeing their, their relationship fall apart, but then they would turn and like control me and be like, you can't do this. And my young mind was like, well, why do I have to listen to these people who are, falling apart and and I was a smart kid you know I knew everything 
that was going on between them. Uh-huh. And they thought I didn't understand yet. Like most uh, parents back in those days, you know, kind of ignore the kids and, you know, oh, he's not going to remember. They speak Uh, a different language and they don't teach the kids that like my ex. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, that, that's what I, I thought of immediately when I read the, you know, the synopsis of your book and uh, the name too. It's like, perfect we do we all do have a bear that we have to cross in life <laughs> and uh, so uh, how long you said it took you five years uh, yeah five or six years um but i was having fun so um actually when i started uh, it was a slow process well this is going to be for my book when i actually started i go i'll take this this chapter and tweak it a little bit and uh what's more important now or what have i learned and i'll throw that in um but um what was your question <laughs> it, it, oh how long did it take you to write how long was the whole process from the beginning of the you know writing to having this right here uh, probably six years and six months the printing took a while uh-huh uh and since i'm self-published uh uh-huh. i didn't know anything and um but my thing was okay i'm so tired of it now i gotta no i gotta do some more okay i'll do a little bit more and I wanted to get it printed. So I'm just very thankful that it got it printed. But last week, um, a friend, no, I don't even know him, but he noticed the title, I guess, because we all, you know, I think a lot of people know we all have a, a cross to bear, right. you know, but it, it's a little bit like that, but a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I thought, uh, no, I got to put that, you know, and I try to relate it. There's some, uh, what do you call them? Uh, um, analogies uh, well uh, you sort of relate it to um, something it starts with an M come on Glenn uh, 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 not, not memoirs uh, <laughs> mementos <laughs> oh, that's, I like that okay I'm just going to say mementos I just you know relate it to um, just for them bears and my dad and and different things um well you'll understand after you read the whole thing there there's two balloons on here and um will we find out like like a little meaning well after you read it yeah you'll okay uh, somebody said i wanted to put yeah put a a red balloon there oh no you can't do that because something i won't say it but some movie had that red balloon and it wasn't good oh that um that the the clown movie or something the, the, oh, it? it? Maybe. Yeah. Was it gruesome or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Put two because two is really what relate. But you'll you'll understand after you read the whole thing, and uh, I put that in there. So how do you how do you get something published like this? I mean, how do you how does that all work? Well, uh, what's in the, the process? I mean, to get this actually. Oh my gosh! Well, first you have to finish it. You have to if you want to you. There's so many publishing companies, and I was reading where they don't publish everybody. Right. It's like, oh, okay, maybe I won't even try there. But there was a, um, a couple in the class that had a, um, a publishing at their house. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I go, okay. And they were so kind and beautiful writers. So I go, oh, I'll, I'll have them do it. But she, I think they were, they're getting out of the business, you know, because uh-huh. they were doing it uh, after uh, 10 years. And, telling me uh, how that how it works with 
Amazon. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting, but it was a big, what he had to do, you know? So, and she goes, well, we'll pub, we'll print it, but we won't publish it. And then she went and, and spent many, many hours with me, um, showing me how to put the pictures on the page, which is not the easiest thing if you're not that uh, illiterate on a computer. Mm -hmm. So she really went over and above. So, um, and there's some really cool, uh, pictures in here um i didn't mean to interrupt by the way uh really cool pictures in here pictures of you as a little girl there's one of you here you're a little girl and you're you're riding you know you're riding something oh. down uh with <laughs> yeah. with your horse in in, in front of you <laughs> really cool pictures uh you you talk about your your grandparents uh they were Am I getting this right? Were they part of a circus or they traveled with a... Well, my dad, my dad's mother uh, joined the circus. And uh, I won't tell you how she got into it, but she raised a couple bears in the circus. So I tried to put as much as she told me about all around the, the circus, you know. But you know the thing that really got me? I mean, if I go way back to when I wanted to be a writer, it was, I think, that the same time as that uh, picture... Uh, when I was in eighth grade, my my friend Linda Kenner, if she's out there, um, she was setting, you know, in our classroom, everybody had taken off, and Maggie Garcia had written a little tiny book, right? Mm -hmm. And the guy's name was Blue, and she, and, and Linda <laughs> Kenner was she had her her leg crossed, and she's reading this book, and and I'm just watching her, and I'm thinking that's what I want to do. I want to make somebody really um, to get into a, a book, you know? Yeah. So that's really what started it. And, but I didn't really start writing. I didn't, you know what? I didn't start reading until I was in this memoir writing class with Bonnie Monsell. She goes, if you want to be a writer, you have to be a reader. Okay. <laughs> good to know, huh? Yeah. But I, I started getting into, I read the, um, what's that one about the old man in the sea mm -hmm. and i remember back when my family when i was a kid us four kids and my mom and dad went to the drive-in to see it i was the only one awake so <laughs> to the end and i guess that that showed me what um how much i love movies mm -hmm. but then when uh you know 15 20 years ago or whatever i um i want to read the book oh my gosh i couldn't put it down i want to see how it turns out so um to Hemingway, thank you. You sort of helped me get into the writing mode. Mm -hmm. So you have to have, um, you know, Glenn, what really helped me on this, I think whatever you do, and I can see it within you, both of your eyes, you have to have the passion for it, mm -hmm. you know, and that'll carry you, that'll get you, that'll kick you in the butt or whatever you need, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's... That's, that's what's helped me a little bit. I got to finish. Hallelujah. That's all I can say. <laughs> I know because I remember you writing it for a long time or saying you've been wanting to write it. You're going to write it. Oh I remember God. that. Oh, my God. And then she when, I think what helped her the most is having that call that at the Senior Citizen Center, how they had the writing class. Yeah. I remember you would come in. Uh, I had a comedy show and um, I don't know if you went and she went and she did. Uh, I don't remember what you did, but you were. It wasn't comedy, but it was written like a, like a little um, a sketch, like a one woman show. Oh my god! You don't remember that? Where where was it held? Was that the Ice House show? No, no, it was over there at the um, 
at this oh gosh the steel house place i don't know Oh. The Steel House place. It's some kind of steel. It was like uh, one of the comics had that room, and he asked me if I wanted to do a show there. And I had Casey and some other comedians. Oh my memory! Yeah. And you and you and you, <laughs> and you, uh, you did some. Uh, I don't even know what. I can't remember what you did. I sorry, I don't remember. Yeah. I'm like bad at memory too. Oh, but man. Casey and I have done so much stuff. I mean, we were in a play one time, and um, I was like a librarian, and you, you were you were like normal wild. And I was, she was trying to get me to be wild in this play. Don't you remember the one for the um, it was me and your sister were in it, and I was a librarian, and it was because we were in the Norwalk Community um, Playhouse. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And they had that, so we were in several plays with that. Oh yeah. But the director was horrible, so you'd have to actually direct yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we basically yeah. had to direct ourselves. So I remember I heard my your sister and I were over there rehearsing. And because this director wasn't showing us what to do. And then we, her and I even got a picture in the newspaper. I guess somebody was taking pictures and they took a picture of her, her sister and I, and we're in the new, the Norwalk newspaper because yeah, this play was yeah. going to come out. But, um, you know, that was fun times oh, to do got, those plays. Cause a lot of fun, fun times back to, I think 87. That's when, you know, my daughter yeah. was only three then. So I, I can, I can have some fun now. I'll go out and about. And we're in the uh, old Burnite Center in the foyer. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, I think, rehearsing with you or Fernie. And uh, I get this call on the phone. Your daughter's calling the security here. What's this all about? I go, well, she's only three. Give her a break. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be an actress. And she did. But we, we've had some really fun times. 1987. Gosh, so, yeah. okay, so you know how we met. How, how did you two How meet? did we meet? Probably and our, uh, Kevin's. Uh, I got a lot of footage. From, oh, do you? Um, yeah. Oh, oh, our our acting class. We, I think I, we met in an acting class. Yeah. I think the funniest thing I ever heard her say was, uh, "We had this w- one sheet of paper, right? And it had like eight lines. You have a line. I have a line. You have a line. It goes back and forth. And the only line I remember is uh, she's in the she's a taxi driver. Oh, I remember everybody who's that. They, they go over the bump or something, and she turns around and tells, "Are you are you hurt or are you all right? Are you hurt?" <laughs> and it was it was just. I weird. guess I guess because of my face impressions, the way I want to go. Oh, are you hurt? Or something? Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, everybody started laughing. Yeah. Well, I guess I do better um, without verbally saying anything. Maybe just my face stuff because even when. Um, when I did that play with you and I was a stenographer and I didn't have any words and like I put character in that I was yeah. eating the carrot and then when um kind of like something happened and I started like the machine I had to fix the paper and then I started typing really fast so I kind of like and it was kind of cool because they had you know when they have those people that come out and um interview you and see what, how the plays are going and stuff. Yeah, we would have someone come in and like evaluate us. Yeah, and, like, and then the judges, oh, yeah. the judges, yeah. And I remember they gave me like a really uh they talked about me and I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Cause I had no lines. <laughs> so I guess that kind of helps. I better, maybe I shouldn't be wearing my glasses doing comedy and just use my face impression. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, I'll I, get more laughs. I had one tell me, um, what was, uh, you can't take it with you. One of those plays. And, um, it, it said, all it said was we couldn't believe you cause you were like too happy or something. I'm sorry. You know, so I'll try harder not to be happy. Maybe that's what happened to me since then. I don't want to show happiness, you know. Oh, my gosh. 
get in trouble, but if you can do improv all your life, yeah. I don't know about improv because we had that improv. I went to every rehearsal. And I never even got casted on the on the show. It was just like really pissed me off. Was that the, you're talking about the reunion? Yeah, we remember we did the reunion. Casey yeah. and I we did. We went to all the um, rehearsals and everything. And then when it's time to do all the the show, yeah. I'm like, okay, where am I at? You yeah. weren't in any. You I weren't in any, any of the format. No, I just said, oh, just jump in. Well, how can you jump in when all the young ones are all like hogging it anyway? Yeah. You know, yeah. it was just a disaster. And then they they were having another one, like a Zoom one. I don't know if they asked you to do it. And um, what's her name was asking me to do it, um, Sylvia. And I said, no, no, I'm going to pass because of the experience I had last time. Mm-hmm. It's like, why am I going to do that again? Yeah. So I wasn't going to waste my time again. Yeah, I, I noticed in that type of environment, you have to, like they said, jump in. You really have to jump in. You do, I mean, that's the only way. Or, okay, then we'll play favorites or this little click over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I had so enough it, of that in high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I was like, I'm, I'm too old for this bullshit. I wasn't like, even when I go, I'm not even in it. Why am I even here? I was actually going to go home. Right. I That's remember, what I thought about. I, I never missed home. anything. And they, what? I want to be a one, just one freaking one. And I really wanted to be, um, what are you selling? I love that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. What are you selling? Well, that's the thing. It's like you're not part of the clique, you know. And it's like you say, they play favorites. But you know, I we we do keep in touch with a lot of people from from back then, and we're even doing a play on this show. We're doing a play called Fat Man in Skirts by Nikki Silver, and Gracie's playing like one of the leads, and we're doing it on here, but on like Like Zoom. Zoom. It's going to be like a little video play. Exciting. So yeah. we're we're in the process of recording that now. Uh, like we've been doing it over a week now, doing the scenes uh, oh little by little. Yeah, and it should be out like next month probably mm-hmm. in uh, three different chapters. So we'll see yeah. how that turns out. It's the, like the first time I've acted since oh. Cerritos. But, but we're not really <laughs> acting because it's, well, it's not but too much acting because you're right in front of the. the it's more of a read through, yeah. yeah but we're but in. we're using you know backgrounds and uh, sound effects and oh, things like that. Is that original? Uh, yeah, it's a, a, a well, not by us. It's by a guy named Nikki Silver. It's pretty. It's pretty well known, even though I've never heard of it. Uh-huh. I hope we don't get sued. Why would we? Do <laughs> we're not charging for it. Yeah. But um, it's also one of those plays that's good for to like to practice for actors to practice on yeah he um, goes and i and i started reading my i thought oh shit i have like a two-page uh, monologue it's a lot of monologues it's about um a mother and son on a deserted island and the son goes from being very soft to this ogre oh i love it already and it's really a, a little edgy uh-huh. he eats people there's cannibalism and uh and i go crazy Oh yeah, so. I, I, go, I go nuts. <laughs> no wonder you cast her. <laughs> she learned a lot from her buddy. So yeah, the, 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 we're doing that with all our friends from from back then. You know, from from ninety seven, from the from those days. We're still in touch. Say some of the other guys. Yeah, you don't know them. Oh, you probably no. They're not from Sudas College. They're like oh. from, they're yeah, from they're from Elac. From Elac, but from the, that same East LA era, East LA College. Oh, oh. Yeah, we we were going to Cerritos. We met some people from from East LA College, and we that's when we started doing improv. I think a little more, right? Yeah. We started 
forming our own because groups. Because remember, Cerritos College had their own little... Yeah, yeah, and um, we weren't improv. part of that. Yeah. We were rejected by that group. So we started our own improv group at the other college. <laughs> well, well, you know, there was, a, um, I forget her name, um, one of the classes, I can't remember who was in it, but um, did we bring, oh, we brought in our, our own work, and the teacher was a friend of a friend. He was in a movie, so he got, you know, he got that position. And she and I always thought, oh, you know, if you're sexy or blonde, they'll they'll read your stuff. You mm. know? And so uh, we just sort of paid attention to that. But mm. I'm not going to say any more about that. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, we can sue. I want to know who. Because no way could she get in trouble for quitting the play. <laughs> Did I? Yes. Remember, Kevin got up, kind of upset because you said, forget, I don't want to do this. Really? You, were, you guys were casted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's too late now. It's like 25 <laughs> years old. Really? Years ago. Oh, well, well was, good for you. I was just going to say the one girl that we thought the same way, she started her own female uh, improv because she was tired of all the guys. Just, I'm sorry, no offense. No. That, that's, they have everything and they, they sort of block the, the females. So she, I go, I never heard from her after. Uh, except one time, she goes, we're doing really good. She goes, you're interested? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, you should have done it now that you think about well, it. Well, something else was going on, probably. Uh, well, you had better things to do, like start on this book. I want everyone to go on Amazon and check it out. Um, it's uh, affordable. It's really good. Uh, we all have a bear to cross. And we've just crossed the first half of this show don't go away. We've got a lot more nuttiness with Casey. We'll be right back. And we're back. Yes, we're back. And we've got some food. Yeah, All right. food. Gracie made another TikTok recipe. Yeah. Gracie goes on TikTok and sees all these food uh, recipes and videos, and she tries them herself. I try myself. So I got to chill. I know. So first we were going to, we were thinking about doing pep, um, pastrami, uh, pastrami pizza, but then I, I text Casey, I go, do you like pastrami? And she goes, well, not really. <laughs> I said, oh, shit, I better find something she likes. I go, oh, I know she likes chili rellenos. So I went on TikTok to um, see what chili reno recipe, but all of them asked for problemo chilies. And that's like, you have to toast them, put them in like a little pack and peel them. I do not like those chilies anyway. Oh. So uh, <clears throat> I used regular Ortega, you know. Ortega chilies. Ortega chilies. I love those chilies better um, yeah. than those. I'm sorry, Poblenos. <laughs> I don't like you. But um, so anyway, I tried the recipe and I'm not sure if I made it right because I always screw it up. So anyway, I want you guys to try this um recipe. What? Okay, so what, what would you call this? It's a chili relleno casserole. Chili relleno casserole. But what happened is I almost forgot the milk, so I almost screwed that up. It, ha- it says as put half and half in it, so it's like and I you know so eat it. Okay, so I want you to. Well, okay, but before I start, I'll need I'll need some um, a mirror. Uh, toothpicks, toothpaste, and a water pick. Okay. You, you okay. got that? Yeah. <laughs> I usually don't eat in front of the... Oh, it don't matter. <laughs> but um, it's just... Just one bite just, and then... Yeah, uh, you can eat it. It's because we usually um, talk while we're eating with our mouth full. Oh, oh, well, then I got the... Get mm. Mm. So what do you think? Ooh, that mm. good. You know what? It's not too bad. 
Tastes like a chile relleno. Yeah, and it's easy because you don't have to um, do oh all that gosh. other work, right? Whoa. So chile relleno is basically a stuffed chili, and then it's, you know, dipped in an egg. Like it has an cheese, egg. And it has cheese in the middle of it. And then fried. So what ingredients did you use here besides the Ortega chilies? Mm. Well, this recipe asked for mozzarella cheese. Okay. So I use mozzarella cheese. Okay. And she said to put um like regular old cheddar cheese. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have cheddar cheese, so I used a Mexican quesadilla. Oh. You got that on your face. Oh, thanks. Um, quesadilla cheese. <laughs> okay. So that's why it's real melty. You know, they used to have a... Uh... It's a green chili, right? Yeah. Uh, before my mom passed away, we at um, Carl's Jr. They had a hamburger back then. I ate hamburgers, cheeseburgers, but the, you could have a one with the a green chili on it. Oh, oh yeah. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. it's so good. They called it like a Santa Fe burger or oh, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Do you know that it's uh, isn't it Chili Burger Day today? I mean, National... oh, it's like National Cheeseburger Day. Oh, National mm. Cheeseburger Day. <laughs> and um, so. Okay. So I did everything the lady said. She said she, I put paprika in it. Mm -hmm. She put pepper in it, um, onion wow. powder, and garlic powder, and that was her seasoning. Oh, and then the um, what is the the bouillon cube, mm -hmm. the bouillon powder, chicken chicken, chicken broth. Mm -hmm. Well, the you know the powder, and so she had that and flour, and so you mix all that up in one bowl. Then you get your eggs and your milk, and you mix that in one bowl, and then slowly you put in the flour recipe okay into the egg and then what you do is you lay your chilies down you put spread the sauce and then you put the cheese mm -hmm. and then you do this do the same thing again but i kind of screwed up because i um forgot about the milk so i had already put the flour in there and so i had had the milk and then i almost forgot so anyway i always screw up when i try to do recipes but it's like her spaghetti yeah, like my the spaghetti best dish I ever tasted. Oh, <clears throat> I mean, it was I, so Casey came over one day. We were gonna make. I was go. Oh, I'll make some spaghetti for us. So I'm cooking all the, you know, the noodles. The, Listen to her. This the is... meat, the meat, and everything. And then I look at my cabinet, and I have no spaghetti sauce. <laughs> what? Do, I have no spaghetti sauce. But I had a can of Italian stewed tomatoes, and I just mixed all that up. And you know what? It was came out really good. Mm. So you don't really need that saucy sauce. You could just need some tomato stuff. Canned tomatoes. Yeah. San, San Marzano's. Uh -huh. They have to be San Marzano's. Yeah, that's what I think I have. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And yeah, you can literally just put those on top of pizza. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And I think they do that in Jersey, and they call it tomato pie. Oh. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But do you, you can't make, find those, though. Do you make lasagna? No, I buy it. <laughs> I bet you'd be good, though. No, yeah, no. you you can make lasagna. Oh, I can make a lasagna, but it's too freaking expensive to make. It's cheaper yeah. to buy it. Oh, yeah. It's they a, had the best over there at the senior senior center. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they make it or buy it? Oh, no, they ship it in from. Because no, it's, it's no, actually, it's cheaper to buy it because by the time you yeah. buy the pasta and the noodles, the sausage, mm -hmm. the cheese, it costs you forty bucks to make it. When you could just go to the freezer section at Costco and spend like less than twenty bucks and have it. Sure. You know, and you'll have two of them. Right. Right. Now you had an egg mixture, right? Uh huh. Did you just pour that on? After you layered it, or you you where'd you pour it in? Or so first, I put the chilies. Yeah, it's delicious. And then I layered the um, I put one layer of the of the egg batter. Uh -huh. Then I put cheese, and then some more chilies, and then I put the cheese, and then I just I poured the egg batter, and then I put the cheese on it. 
Okay. I just poured it on the last on top. Now. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, I, I had a chili rano yesterday. Uh -huh. oh. uh, well, half of one. Yeah. And then the day before, I have one. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, I'm, I'm switching. Well, I mean, She's had chili rianos for three days in a row. Well, that's <laughs> Sorry. Okay. They're big, you know. Mm -hmm. Where'd you get them at? Cut down. Uh, I don't know. Should I say Rancho Grande? You can kick this uh -huh. out if you don't want. No, it's fine. But my daughter called in the order, and she goes, and they go, um, can you put the sauce on the side? Yeah. Mm. And so when she got there, they were going to charge her $5. Just for the sauce that goes inside. <laughs> no. Well, it's a big one. Well, then put it in a little one and don't charge them. But I don't think they like us anyway, so uh. that's okay. I don't think I'll go back because we both said yesterday we're not going to go back there because of they, the way they look at us. They, oh. I don't know. And what was the name of that place? So everyone, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> we know. won't mention them. Well, you know what? Um, we went to Mex We went to Overa Street once. Uh-huh. And we waited in line to eat. The famous taquitos there. Or or who no, was talking I mean, you and I? Yeah. And it was a Mexican restaurant. Oh, well, I remember that year. When I go to a restaurant, Mexican restaurant, I usually order a chili relleno because I don't make them. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. So anyway, this guy walks by me with a box from Ramona's of chili rellenos. What? I said, okay, they don't make they don't make them. They're bought from the box. Oh my so God. Smart and Final used to sell that box. Really? And I would buy it because it was really, they were really good because they were kind of homemade. Uh -huh. um, but they don't sell them anymore. Of course, so they take everything good they took it. So um, I actually bought the other day some Chilarino burritos. I have to give you a couple so you can take them and see mm. if you like them. Um, but they're burrito, I bought a box of them and they're Chilarino burritos. Uh -huh. and they're okay. And then they also had a, like a little container of Chilarino, like two frozen and I thought I'd try that. And that wasn't too bad. It's in a sauce. But what I like is that they don't use the poblano chilies. But that's why I really don't order um, chili renos at restaurants anymore because they usually use that poblano. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes they can be really hot if you get the wrong one or the right one. Yeah, I just or don't like it. I don't like the crunchiness or something my, like that. My father always buys them at like a like a Mexican market, uh -huh. um, like Northgate or, you know, yeah. or... or uh, Superior. Yeah. Superior yeah. Grocers has um, like a little restaurant like food area and like a deli mm -hmm. and a bakery. And every time he gets them, they come in with like with some juice or like some I don't broth. like juice. Yeah. And I'm like, when did this all start? One time he brought one over and it was in a cup with the juice. So this was completely wet and you uh. like take it out. It was like a wet chili relleno. And that's and what I they do like, in the restaurants. If you notice, all the restaurants put sauce on them. Right. Yeah. It's because they're frozen from oh, Ramona's. Yeah. So they make the sauce so it makes it look like it's their own. Uh. <laughs> I could see that, you know, um, me and my ex and my sister and her husband went to uh, Utah one time. And Mexican restaurant. And uh, they brought out our meals. And my, my brother-in-law said, uh-uh, no way, no way. This is not Mexican food. So we walked out, but that's Utah, mm. you know? Yeah. My, my friend and I thought about back a couple of years before that, why don't we open a Mexican restaurant? <laughs> we know so much about it, you know, and that didn't happen. Like an authentic one. Yeah. yeah. Like my friend who lives in Texas, he says, you know, the Mexican food over there, he's like, they throw cheese on everything. Oh, they just yeah. throw globs of cheese on everything, melted oh. cheese on everything. That Tex-Mex, is that what that is? It's that Tex-Mex food. Yeah. Um. I still like that kind of food, to be honest. I mean, I like uh, I like fake Mexican food. 
I mean, I like the real one too, of course, but you the know, the real one, the real one is, <laughs> is that the original, what you got used to? Uh, cause your mom's from Mexico. Well, okay. We grew, I grew up eating both, you know, I would eat my, my mom's food, but she always wanted to learn how to make this food. You know, yeah. like she wanted to know how to make meatloaf and things like that. So we ate a variety of, of foods and we ate out a lot too. Did so, you really? How many yeah. kids? Oh, it's just me. I'm an only <laughs> child. Oh, wow. So yeah, I mean, we ate out a lot. As, well, so as there was, tell. A, when we were talking about your dad and you, mm -hmm. there was a lot more pressure on you. Oh yeah. Wow. I, you know, what happened is I like matured really fast and were you a latchkey kid or even, something i was a latchkey kid because oh, okay. they both worked and my friends to this day say you know yeah you know you were always you always felt like the older brother for some reason to us oh, uh because yeah i i i grew up really fast because i saw a lot of stuff really young i guess you could say it's because he was a latchkey but, kid so he can be watching all the porn on tv yeah his parents weren't guiding him yeah <laughs> and doing drugs and all that kind of stuff <laughs> Well, uh, anyway, speaking of good times and all that sort of thing, uh, we do a vinyl moment here on this show. Uh, we like to share things. Gracie shares collectibles, and I'm a vinyl collector. I'm a vinyl geek, mm. a music lover, music addict. And Gracie says it's time you start showing off your, you know, your your record collection. And I try to fit it to uh, our, guest. Know, our guest, if I can, or just show, you know, like what's. Uh, what's relevant and things like that. Anyways, I'll start with this. Um, I was at Target the other day. Target uh, has a vinyl section, and I always go to it just to see what they've got. And they had this new record. This is uh, Jack White, uh, Fear of the Dawn. All right, I went to go see Jack uh, two months ago at YouTube Theater. And Gracie will be at YouTube Theater, not performing, but October 4th. throwing her panties at Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some old uh, thongs that I don't wear. I should take those, huh? <laughs> Anyways, I, I really like seeing this at Target. I was like, you know, this isn't a big popular record. This is, you know, pretty indie. Jack has his own pressing plant called Third Man Records. And it's got, you know, like the label on here, TMR752, their little code or whatever that's his logo third man records and third man records just pressed their one millionth record oh wow it's an independent record uh, record plant uh funded all by him and this is a freaking cool album all right uh i love jack white uh you know the white stripes and is he related that. to jack black uh no <laughs> <laughs> he should be i don't know Anyways, uh, Gracie called me the other day and she's like, you know, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. I thought it was the whole month of September. Apparently not. It starts the 15th and ends like the 15th of October. So it's like half of one month, half of another. So I thought I'd share some Spanish stuff here. Right. This is probably my favorite mariachi record or my favorite singer. This is uh, Javier Solis. All right, look at that cover. Isn't that beautiful? This painting. Uh, this is on CBS International Records. So it's all original. Discos, CBS. Is this your mom's collection? This is my mom's record, but it's now mine. And I always look at this stuff and I tell my mom, I'm like, well, what the hell? Did you ever play this or, or what? It's mint. I mean, it's brand new. I mean, I do remember her playing it. Uh, this... 
has my favorite mariachi song. It's called Sombras, all right? That means shadows. For those of you who think that mariachi and that kind of music is romantic and crazy like that, it's goth. It's all goth. It's all dark. It's sad. The first lines of this song are him watching his blood drip from his veins veins because he just cut himself over a woman. I don't, I don't, um, I don't. The thing is, the song sounds so beautiful, right? You know, but they're singing about some like dark. Oh, God. Oh, God. oh, my <laughs> wife made me cue blood in my arm. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe if she made a, a what we just had. Chile All she had to do was make Chile or Yano casserole and he wouldn't have committed suicide. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, and the song's called Sombras, Shadows. Uh, I think that's the, the, the line. Uh, Nothing but shadows in my life or something like that. Beautiful song, though, the way it sounds. Oh, really? Anyways, moving on. Here is a collection from Peru. This is, uh, I've been looking for this for a long time. Back to Peru, the most complete compilation of Peruvian underground from 1964 to 1974. It's kind of a Brazilian music. Peruvian. Well, is Brazil and Peru next to each other? (laughs) It's South America, so you're close. Yeah, it's South American. Um, A lot of cool groups in here. Is it Portuguese? No, it's in Spanish. Okay, then. You know, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. That's okay. why I, I brought this. Okay. And uh, anyways, it's got groups like Los Psychos, Los Holies, Los 007, the 007s. And it's just a bunch of crazy psychedelic rock from over there. Oh, it sounds okay. weird. It's cool. Oh. It's really, really cool. It's cool that you're interested in those. I know my mother-in-law used to have mariachi music all the time, and I and I... When she passed away, I asked Tony and Betty, did, did you get any of her, you know, one album? Yeah. Oh, so uh, Should have kept them. Yeah. So uh, that's Hispanic Heritage Month. And, you know, the, the queen was uh, buried uh, this weekend, right? The, the queen of England, I think. Yeah. Anyway, she passed away and I uh, shared some British records on the last show. And I wanted to share this one. This is Judas Priest. Uh, British Steel, all right? This is an awesome freaking album. This is the one with uh, Breaking the Law, Breaking yeah, the Law. Judas Priest, the group from the 70s? Uh, 80s. 80s? 80s, yeah. 80s, yeah. Rob Halford, uh, the metal oh, wow. god, and uh, a lot of cool uh, songs there. So, anyways, let's move on real quick. I brought some albums that uh, remind me of Gracie and Casey, since this is the okay. Gracie and Casey <laughs> show. First one, uh, The Runaways, <laughs> Queens of Noise, all right? This is a legendary group, The Runaways, with uh, Joan Jett and Lita Ford. That is their first group, uh, Queens of Noise. Great it. album. Sure. Hold it up to the studio audience. Uh, since it's Gracie and Casey, a duo, I, I brought my favorite, one of my favorite duo albums, duo groups, Hall and Oates, all right? Yeah, Daryl Hall and John Oates. My favorite album from there is Private Eyes. All right. How does that go? Private Eyes. They're watching you. Watching your every move. Something like that. That was a good one. (laughs) And that has a, I can't go for that. Um, I can't go for that. that. No. Say no, go. Anyways. Here's another duo, Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, This is Bookends. Uh, You know, if you keep the hype sticker on the records... You know, it'll make them more valuable when you resell them. That's why I don't take the hype sticker off of here. 
which is basically that little advertisement sticker. Oh. And as you could see, this used record, they kind of like taped it back on, oh, which is not authentic, but I appreciate it. Yeah. It's there. It's just featuring, oh, okay. featuring the, the hit Mrs. Robinson. Right? Oh, Mrs. Robinson. And let's see what else. And here's another one for you too. Cindy Lopper's She's So Unusual. All right. I love this freaking album from beginning to end. Uh, of course, girls just want to have fun, but time after time is like one of the most beautiful songs ever written. And so is she bop. All right. <laughs> I went, I did an extra one time. I was an extra on a show and I was actually in the, um, in the audience and she it was, she, I forgot what, what movie it was. It was something, uh, I think she read minds or something like that. And that other guy, oh, he's a real famous actor. He's really a character actor and he's done everything too. I can't remember uh, remember his name. Cindy Lauper movie? Yeah, she was in this movie. And I remember I was an extra and I just remember looking at her and I she I was like, "Oh my gosh, this woman is so beautiful." I mean, her skin was like yeah. silk. I mean, I don't know, she was just so beautiful. I was just that I was just so amazed how beautiful she was. And one of the great voices in, in rock. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's an amazing And then voice. uh when you're talking about Holland Oates, I remember I had a dream I had a dream about the guy with the blonde hair. Hall? Hall. You had a dream about Hall. I had a dream about Hall. Uh -oh. I forgot how hot the Hall was. <laughs> I had a dream about Hall. Well, Casey, we always invite our guests to bring their own vinyl, and you brought some of yours. And why don't you share some, or you can just go through it, or... Uh... Well, I'm cleaning out my closet. I couldn't find any of my albums. I had Chambers Brothers. I wanted you to play that. Oh. Uh, train to, uh, everybody get ready. There's a train a coming. Beautiful song. Beautiful so I, sound. I have Casey's bag, and I will like hand them to Casey. How's that? Cool. Sound? Sounds oh, good. Teamwork here, and then she could talk about it. Monique Brothers. Oh, look at that. Her, so. Yeah. This is an original. Uh, yeah, you can uh, of tell. course. These are all originals. Oh, Marvin Gaye. Let's see. Um, I don't like the one. Let's get it on. I mean, you don't have to tell everybody what you're doing. No, this is what's going on. What's this, going on? This album turned uh, 50 this year. You're kidding. Yeah, 50. Oh. There's a few uh, like uh, special uh, editions that came out this year. Uh, yeah, I have an original too, and that's one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah. Everybody. So Glenn will educate you on your albums here. Man. Well, you know, he's, right he, place. it was a protest album for Marvin and, uh, you know, they didn't want him to do that, but he did anyways. And it was Look a big hit. Pouty little girl. You know who she is. Can you see it? Shirley Temple. Yeah. You have a Shirley Temple record. Yeah. Well, I brought the whole setup, uh, down the street. They, they were having a yard sale, but. I don't know if this came with it. Um, I guess my favorite is Animal Crackers in my, my soup. soup. Yeah, that that's. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if it uh, her um, life in Hollywood was as bad as some of the ones I oh, heard like about Judy Garland and all that. Yeah. Huh? Like the Little Rascals. I oh mean, gosh, they went through hell. And they still show the Little Rascals. And you look at it, you watch them, and they're like, oh my gosh, these kids are so small. Mm -hmm. And they were acting so. Well, I think her mom was with her all the time, but you know. I don't oh. know. oh wow, look at this. Credence, baby. Wow. And Glenn, yeah. that one even has uh, one of your favorites, the fold thing. I think it opens. Right. It's a gatefold cover, which, you know, it opens up. I think. Uh, Beautiful gatefold cover. Looks like uh, good condition. There's a little band right there. So this is back in 68, 69, you think? Yeah. 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 Uh, before my time, but um, in high school, they used to play a lot of uh, Credence. And that's all you heard. 
Yeah. And I loved it. Uh, just the beat was sweet. Yeah, I love that guitar. I do like John Fogarty's voice. Yeah. Um, is, she, is she still alive? I was just going to ask the same yeah, thing. I, was, I thought I heard, but I won't say anything. Oh, here's some more Here's Marvin. some more Marvin Gaye. Me tonight, love. This is the one that has uh, Let's Get It On, on oh, right? Probably. Can we see it there? Yeah, let me let me see. Yeah. Midnight What's Lady. Oh, no, no, no. This has sexual healing. Oh, that's oh, the one you know, sexual healing. Same, that's same the thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, sexual healing. The best song was uh, What's Going On. I mean, it was just yeah, absolutely. sign of the times. and Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one because I actually went to her concert. Oh, Sade. Which one is oh, that? Oh, I love that. Uh, hang on to your love. Nice. If you uh, if you out there have never heard Sade, you got to. You gotta check it out. Check it out. It's She's beautiful. It, uh, it's required, basically. Yes, it's uh, it's yes, required uh, yeah. listening. So one time I was going out with this guy, and he loved Sade. So for his birthday, what I did is I made my living room like a little coffee shop, uh -huh. like a cafe, and I had her on TV singing. Oh, my and God. Uh, I was in the room because I just I wanted to like that's be nice. That experience. Yeah, that was nice. So she goes all out for everything. All right, look at that. Oh, MJ. Is that when he started? Is that when he started grabbing his his um coochie? Uh, uh yeah, I think so. That's yeah. that's when he first really started, you know, doing that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. great album. A little bit of controversy. I don't know. Um, like I feel like we don't always have to love the person because we don't know. I mean, but we know their art, mm -hmm. and if we yeah. love the art, I think we can still love the art. Yeah, and oh, I think it has a gatefold. Oh, what? Oh, no, it doesn't. No, it's not a gatefold cover, but uh, yeah, Michael Jackson's Bad, uh, a classic. They're re-releasing Thriller no. this year. So th um, that's the most sold oh my of all gosh. time, or what? Look at this. This one, this has a gatefold, but this one also has... Um, the sleeve. You have the original, the original sleeve. sleeve. And uh, which which one is this? Is that Barbara Streisand? No, it's Santana. This is Santana. Oh, Santana. oh, that's all we listened to back there. So that's Abraxas. That's uh, Santana's second album. Um, it's it is one of the best rock albums of all time. I mean, it's got Oye Como Va. It's got Black Magic Woman on there. I mean, you name it. And if you hear that thing from beginning to end, it's an experience. All right, it's a beautiful experience. You gotta you, you gotta check that out. I'm thinking about the music now. A <laughs> Braxis, really cool. And like Gracie said, it's got the original sleeve. Yeah, is that the there. original album in there? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all it's all original. And you know, stuff like this matters to collectors. You know, you yeah. tell them this, it's got the original sleeve. You know, they um. They go crazy. Well, I've got we, we nerd out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, I've got, got some good shit here. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Uh, that's it. Well, that's I, a... I could have brought some of my my dad's from the twenties or thirties. Oh wow, that would have been awesome. <laughs> but I can't tell you anything about it because I don't know. Well, that was cool. Those were great records. And uh, we're gonna do something else real quick right now. We've got like some five minutes left here. Oh, we do the 99 cent store moment. All can right. I you, can I show you one thing? Yes, quick? please. Oh, yeah, please do. Uh, I mean, we can still go on. Sure, why yeah. not? Well, if you have time. No, we do because we could just okay. pause and go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? What is well, it? Well, I just wanted to show you. My dad was really um, art, artistic and brilliant. 171. Um, he did a, um, a self portrait 
of himself. First, I'll, sh well, I'll show you what kids. This here is his so and it looked just like him. He looked. Uh, I was oh, wow, make that was he did that. He did that, and I was gonna make a um, those uh, dolls. They were having a contest. I'm gonna speak fast. No, you and, can you can take your time. Don't worry about it. Yeah, because we can uh, go to okay. Um, I was gonna call it Ray Rock. Oh yeah, and um, they came out the the kid that won. Uh, he came out with rock on. It was made. The character doll was made of rock, so oh. that was pretty good. But he man. He was, he, he was really kinder than this, but I wanted you to get an idea. That is a beautiful uh, portrait. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And this was some uh, some of his artwork. I have some of his artwork at my house. Oh, wow. Uh, Look at that. He was, That's a huge talent. Your dad was yeah, super was, talented. Well, anybody wants a pottery, a piece of pottery, I have about 500 pieces, you know, little... He made pottery too. Oh yeah! Oh Every wow! Game. He was—he was—he was an artist. Yeah. Yes. You know what's kind of cool with those pictures that you have in there? A tattoo to get oh. some a tattoo of just one of those um, black and white ones that you have. And Tiana is doing tattoos, so that would be really. Mm. Uh, oh, that's a good, okay, I'll—I'll I'll tell. Them. Yeah. Look at Gracie, like, bad influence, trying to get you to get a tattoo. <laughs> I have a tattoo. <laughs> she a tattoo. Oh, let me see that one. Look at that. Um, I only that have one. one. That one's bad. As you can see, Gracie likes. It's a bad with a microphone. <laughs> there you go. Um, so she. Oh, so your granddaughter's doing tattoos now. Yeah, and, and oh, Benny, wow. Benny uh, Velasquez. Um, they do tattoos on each other. Me? Uh, no. I'll wait until one really inspires me. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, Gracie, ninety-nine cent store. So I thought I thought this would be good because you know Casey's a woman, and I found this at the ninety-nine cent store, Casey. And you're not going to believe what it's called. Oh, it's don't. called calming odor eliminator. It's a oh. panty spray. Oh my a god! Satanic spray. Panty. Twenty. Oh. <laughs> satanic spray. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's a panty. It's a panty what spray. What do you mean panty oh. spray? Yeah, it's, it's it's a calm. But the funny part of it is like you know, yeah, yeah. If you your smell down there, you spray it on your underwear. But it's called oh. calming. Like my <laughs> my thing is like it's really yeah. You need to calm that thing down. I need down to calm my <laughs> vagina. It's yeah. like isn't that crazy? At the nine nine cent store. Well, that's not as bad or as good as the one they have. She's doing this, and why don't you just take a shower? They don't need all that crap. Let me, let me smell. Let me smell it. Oh no! Smell that, Glenn. Does it smell like good calming Gucci? It smells like chile rellenos because you just got it off of my plate. <laughs> <laughs> so uh... hey, that might be an idea. <laughs> yeah. Let's have. You know what? They should make these flavored. Oh yeah! Right. You spray the flavor on your chonies. Do you oh, want a taco, baby? Oh. <laughs> you want some chile relleno? <laughs> Can I read this? Okay. Let's see. Yeah. This is Clarice uh, Calming Odor Eliminator Panty wow. Spray. Wow. Feel your best with natural lavender scent. So this is lavender. Oh, then I'll make your kids go to sleep. <laughs> uh, Not tonight, honey. Look at directions. <laughs> Remove cap, gently spray on panties, underarms, uh, feet, Whoa. and even shoes. Do, okay, listen to this one. Do not apply directly to the genital area. <laughs> oh, because they know that um, it's going to burn. Shower to shower. Um, what's the other um, baby powder and yeah. all that crap? That's what killed my mom. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, they found the biggest uh, tumor. And oh, because you want to smell different or better. Or oh, I've heard of that. Because talcum powder, right? Yeah, but that's been 30 years. So, you know, they, now they're going back. Start with coochie spray. Yeah. Th uh, thanks for bringing that in, Grace. <laughs> I'm so well, glad I'm... I showed up. I know. <laughs> I'm glad you showed up too. But we're talking about talcum powder. It's like um, we think it was okay, probably because you use it on babies. Remember when you change a baby's diaper, you'd, you'd put powder on there. I yeah. never used it, but I'm questioning. I never used it either. What, is it okay for babies? You yeah. know, the, you, oh, this little girl, you're using it on her. Well, now when she's 25, goes back to 20 some years. Who knows? Everything that we put into our body or on our body, I've, I've learned from Katie Troy. And um, she's an amazing lady. If You see her around in the electric chair? Well, it's not an electric chair. Oh, I do see your friend in the electric chair. Yeah. She has a, like the little flag. Yeah. Yeah. She's very smart because she she questions everything, and she she's not going to let anybody like they wanted to put her uh, on shots for her MS. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. She 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 wouldn't take. Well, she started and then she felt worse, and now she's she looks great because the last ten years I've known her, she hasn't. Has she taken more of like a holistic? approach to things Every, anything natural anything gmo god move over that's what it means she uh -huh. won't she won't eat yeah it. she won't consume it uh -huh. um, she's a vegan a real vegan so we stopped being friends you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding I'm, i'd love to be a vegan <laughs> so well, vegan, huh? well these are, are are not vegan um you know uh i i'm a baker i i, I bake i'm a former pastry chef i worked in several restaurants and out here in LA, uh, mostly fine dining, you know, I went to culinary school and all that stuff. Anyways, these are my famous uh, chocolate chip cookies that I notice. I noticed that cookies now are being made in molds. So there's, a, there's a lot of cookie places that are serving like cookies that look like hockey pucks. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, how did you, how'd you guys get those? You know, I just put them on the sheet and then they, you know, puff up, puff up and you oh. know, kind of melt down. Uh, these are like hockey pucks, and I I found out that they cook them in molds. He used the uh, so I used a like a bunt cake mold, <laughs> and they came out okay, right? They're looking pretty. They're, they're pretty soft because he just it just fell all over me. Fall apart, huh? So anyways, uh, I'm the only one that had. That's my recipe. I'm the only one with the nice hockey puck. Mm. They're soft and crunchy, mm -hmm. crispy. You know, oh, remember that girl? Very good, good. Um, oh, what was her? I can't remember her name. Is you probably remember her name from the uh, Norwalk Community um, Community Center um, Playhouse. Playhouse. Uh huh. Remember she brought in the cookies, the chocolate chip cookies, and she has like a lot of walnuts and she had a lot of nuts in it. That Do you remember the tall blonde? Yeah, the tall blonde. Oh, remember okay. her? Yeah. I always remember those cookies because they were the best chocolate chip cookies I ever had. So every time I have, someone tells me about their cookies, I go, uh, oh, do they have walnuts in them? They got to have walnuts. Her yeah. cookies have to have walnuts in them. And uh, Her I, cookies I, were I, so good. I got to tell you, those cookies, just a flip. Walnuts, walnuts have a really good taste with chocolate chips. I don't know why. Okay. Contrast, right? uh -huh. Okay. Um, maybe, um, maybe I'll start adding walnuts to these, but. I remember I made some uh, cookies with pistachios and I think macadamia nuts. And she's like, hey, where are the walnuts at? Yeah. <laughs> cashews would be. Ah, uh, cashew. Mm. Be better than pistachios, no? Mm. Yeah. You think so? Cashews? I, 
think if you can keep the crunch in it. Yeah. This is these are good. Uh, but I just think walnuts. I also make Maybe pistachio walnuts. brittle. Huh? Walnuts and pecans, I think, would be fabulous in mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Casey, we want to thank you for taking your time to come here on our little nickel and dime dog and pony show here. Um, uh, I want to remind everybody, go out, uh, go on Amazon, look up. We all have a bear to cross by Kathleen Casey Cooper. Go out and get it. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't wait to read it. Uh, we're going to have all kinds of, uh, you know, pictures from in here, um, uh, on our video for YouTube for everyone to look at. And uh, once again, thank you, Casey. Well, thank you, Glenn. And, and thank Gracie. you, Casey. Oh, I love you guys. Everybody, Kathleen Casey Cooper. Thank you. God bless. And thank you. See you guys next time. That's right. And I'll be able to tell you about my show at the Laugh Factory. Oh, yeah. Laugh time. Factory. Oh, is that tomorrow? That's tomorrow. Laugh Factory uh, um, recap next week. Mm -hmm. All right. That's right.